in the name of Cobra and Vulture. Welcome back. This episode is coming to you in four parts and now you are watching part two. In previous section we said Muhammad used to take cave challenge and we explained about all and Hazrat. Vedjat and Nehbat. Just as Hazrat is the highest sacred being of the Muslims, Vajjat or Vajjat was the highest sacred personification of God for the lower Egyptians of the pre-dynastic era, at least 3,400 years BC. She was depicted as a cobra viper, who is the most venomous snake of North Africa. Cobras open or stretch their food just before their attack. This gives them a vehement glory, and this is how Vedjet is depicted in her symbolism. Furthermore, in her symbols, she always carries a sun disk over her head. Vedjet was the Hazrat or highest god in the lower Egypt, which is the delta of Nile River. Vat means blue and green color, and in the meantime, Vat means the famous eye of the moon. In the other hand, the highest pre-dynastic deity of Upper Egypt, which is close to Nubia and present-day Sudan, is Nehbet. Please note that the ancient name Nubia itself comes from Nehbet. And generally, in ancient Egypt, NB, which can be pronounced as Nab, Neb, Nub, Nubu, means lady. So Nubia is the land of the lady because almost all lands were named after the female god. Nehbet is a vulture or vulture. Vultures are cleaners of nature and they eat corpses of dead animals. Contemporary people may think that they are dirty, but for the upper Egyptians, Nehbet was the highest personification of God and she was of course female. We will discuss later that it was her wings that took the form of the widespread wings of Horus, then Ashur, god of Assyria, and finally Farawahar, the sacred symbol of Zoroastrianism and Persia. But Egyptians of the New Kingdom were looking for a more clean and classy bird, so changed the symbol to a falcon. Even in Persia, Please watch our program that we said kings of Persian Empire were Semitic shamans. The vulture called Homai is considered the symbol of heavenly glory and prosperity. In Persian mythology, Homai herself chooses who will be the next king and sits on his head. And when this happens, this person is deified. It means he has been chosen by God. That's why, according to the Magi, the dead people should be placed on top of a tower so that the vultures can eat their corpse. It might sound strange to you, but the Persian word for vulture is carcass, while the English word for the dead body is carcass. Doesn't it show a clear linkage between this Magi god and tradition that is resounding in Latin? In fact, the word Farsi carcass can be abbreviated as CC. Phoenicians had learned this kind of abbreviation from Egyptians. Please bear in mind that letter C, that you read it as C, is reversible. 
and you can read it as EC2. It means the vulture not only can be read as CC, but it can be read as Isis. Now you pronounce it as Isis. Ladies and gentlemen, here I introduce you the great Isis, the greatest goddess of all, the goddess of all times. I should say the god of all times because she is the god and the male figures are demons. Look at her magnificent vulture or carcass wings. Egyptians think she is the highest sacred concept. We think the same because Isis is the female vulture Nechbet. Isis had a sister equally important called Neftis or Nebethet. The role of Isis is in the upper world or upper Nile, circling up in the air with her magnificent vulture wings, giving permanent protection by God. Therefore, Isis is Nechbet. While Neftis or Nebethet is equal to Wedjet, the cobra, and her post is in the underworld, meaning the lower Egypt. What is the meaning of them being gods? When you reincarnate several times, you will be cleaned from the ethical diseases of mankind, and finally you will become a safe and sound vulture or cobra who does nothing but to help Mother Nature all through her free life. Therefore, the two ladies are not also the role models, but also the gods and the destiny. After the pre-dynastic era, it means before 3400 BC, when Upper and Lower Egyptians came together and coexisted, very soon they found out that they are worshipping a similar concept. To be a free part of nature and helpful for the nature, symbolizing two forms, cobra in delta and vulture in nubia. So they mixed the two deities together. You remember we said the lady in Egyptian is Nab. When the two ladies or Nabs joined forces, Upper and Lower Egypt became united and the two ladies who came together called Nebatu. When Cobra chooses you, she won't bite you, and she will embrace your head exactly with her aura, which is the hood of Cobra. And in the same manner, when the vulture chooses you, it means you are a deity, and she wraps her wings around your head. This wrappage in the form of hood that represents both Cobra and wings of vulture around Pharaoh's head is called Urius. It means Pharaoh is deified and he is the son of God. The two ladies are protecting his head. Pharaoh cannot be a god himself because apparently God is female, but he can be the son of God because both Wedjet and Nechbet have chosen him. Please note that only Pharaoh can wear Urias. And it virtually makes the hearts of all Egyptians thrill with vehement sensation of glory because when Pharaoh wears it, it means I am the son of God. We are talking about pre-dynastic era, but in the New Kingdom, if you walk in the streets of Thebes, you could see many men wearing Urias. It means by this time, other people can be protected by God too. 
We will continue our discussion about the Cobra Snake religion of Islam in next part. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe and push the bell to get notified.